0: Of hope, giving us strength, helping us to cope in this world wherever we go this year. The ancient words will guide us through the year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Holy words of our faith, handed down to this age, they came to us through sacrifice. We will heed these faithful words of Christ. Because they will change me, and they will change you. They will come, and we come with open hearts. Let these words impart, bring a revelation, and make us run that hear and read with this vision and revelation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, as Your word goes forth. Open the eyes of understanding of everyone, the babes, the children, the youth, the adults, the elderly, and may we embrace that which you have spoken about us. May we live it, and may we triumph in it through this year. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. And let everyone say Amen. And let everyone say amen again. I welcome you all to second Sunday of the year. No other Sunday will be a second Sunday of the year. It comes and goes. And what you don't catch and do on this second Sunday of the year goes into eternity fulfilled but most likely unfulfilled. Therefore, you will make he and make the day count in the name of Jesus Christ. I welcome as many who are also coming back within the past week. Some came back just Friday. I guess some came back yesterday morning and just joined us in the covenant prayers. Thank God for another year. And thank God for preservation of life, identity, identity, And I pray your testimony. The Lord bids you welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. On New Year Day, God's charge was arise and shine for the light is come. Your light is come. He had prepared before the beginning of the year. And his charge was, as your light has come, don't waste a minute. Don't did that. Don't mark time. Don't bemoan the past. Don't glory in the success of the past. Don't also be weighed down by the apparent failures, if any, of the past, just arise, be roused up and shine because your light, your activation, your portion to work, And your unique walk with God has already come. It's you to walk in it. And the following day, first Sunday of the year, the Lord declared to us the theme of the year. It was a declaration and it still is. It's a declaration. Jesus himself said, You are the light of the world. You, not another, not your brother, not your sister, not father, not son, not mother not daughter you seated are the light child you are the light father you are the light retiree you are the light of the world you jesus made that declaration and says you are the light if as your light has come you have had an encounter with it the source of light but if you have not you are still in darkness gross darkness Darkness that can be felt. And darkness that both from 1st January and re-emphasized yesterday, the Lord says that darkness will even be more. The evil will even be more. But for those who are in the light, there will be a divine demarcation as it was in Goshen. While for three days, and three days can represent three months, Can represent even the whole of the year. If they don't make haste to leave the dark environment. While for three days. Those who were on the other side. Could not see. Or feel one another. Even if they were in the house. Pitch darkness. And they could literally feel it. Yet. Those who had arisen. In the covenant relationship with the Lord, whose light miraculously made a demarcation. We are shining and living and doing all the works that those who see in the day do. Good works. That is you. May it also be appropriated by you in the name of Jesus Christ. All that God is saying this year, especially at the beginning, is that you know he's talking about you. The things in scripture are the things that have been handed down by faith. John will say that you might believe. And that you believe in, you will know and understand that Jesus is the son of God. And you will run with that vision. That's what the essence of the scriptures are. You take them by faith, Has God said it. If that is true, then I run with it. In the daily guide of yesterday... Luke 5 1 to 11. Peter said, All through the night we have toiled. We have given our expertise. We have given our know how. We have exhausted ourselves. All our techniques and tactics, we just deploy them. Master, end result nothing. Now is not the time, typically, for fishes to come. It's daybreak. That are hibernating. But he had a good sense. He was mindful that he was limited. I guess that was the first point in time that Peter was encountering Jesus face to face. Because it was at the end of that encounter that Peter overall Threw himself to the ground. And then him, John, James followed Jesus. He hadn't had a prayer encounter. But the one encounter with the light. Who was the life of all men. Changed the situation. What made the difference? Jesus just made a declaration. Launch out into the deep. And draw your nets. Just simple words. And Peter held to those words. And what did Peter say? Despite all we've done. At your word, some translations say, Yet at your word, every other thing peters into insignificance. At your word, I will let down the nets. At your word, I will shine. At your word, I am the light and I will live it out. At your word, I will live for the day. At your word, everything changes. This is the word that is giving you. Can your spirit have a revelation of it? The eyes of your understanding open and it dawns on you. I am the one, I am the recipient of the blessing, the declaration. I am the recipient of his manifestation of the world. At your word, I am the light of the world, I will live it out. All the paraphernalia of light, I will manifest them in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear anybody say here? At your word I will so shine. At your word, I will light the world. At your word, I will light my environment. And today he's continuing in this declaration. The gospel according to Saint Matthew five sixteen says. Let your light so shine before men that they may see the light of your good works and fruits of your life and glorify your Father in heaven. A declaration that came from 14. What was the statement of fact there? You are the light of the world. Definitive article. For those who do English, when it's definitive, it is you. It is not general. If Jesus says you are a light, the implication may be that there will be a bigger light. If he says you are a light, the implication may be there may be a rivaling light. And so you will just do a little and say, well, I am only a. I am not all. So let the others do their own. But when Jesus says you are the light. It means that the reason why you are kept in your environment, kept in your school, kept alive this year, if you don't leave the light, there is a vacuum. There's a purpose. There is a lighting. There is a shining that only you can do. May you so shine in the name of Jesus Christ. So this is a declaration of your identity. Your name may be Samuel. Your name may be Jude. My name may be Ngozi, Their name may be Chikansuaga. I was reading through the names in the bulletin for birthday this week. There's one I had to read through, at least to be able to understand. Whatever your name is, Jesus gives you a clothing identity. Jesus says, As far as I look at you, you may look at yourself as the smallest in the family. You may look at yourself as not having too much to do. You may look at yourself as a messenger. A cleaner, you may look at yourself as somebody who the world has given one name. I give you an identity recognized in heaven, with which heaven knows you this year. In which, if you come and you are asking, and we ask, who is knocking? And you can simply say, I am Samuel the Lights. I am Godwin the Lights. I am Mercy the You put your name. I am
1: the light.
0: And you will be recognized. The door will open. Hallelujah. Your identity given by no other than Jesus. And friends, what can you do with that identity? Leave it. Leave that identity. Don't leave the ordinary one. Don't even leave the one that your name gave you. Was he not a brother? we heard about in 1st Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. Do we remember his name? What's his name? Jabez. When the mother gave birth to him, he said, their name would be Sorrow. Sorry if this finger is pointing to you. You saw, with all my encounters, heralding your birth and your arrival, there's no other way to summarize your life and your identity than to call you Soro. And he lived with that identity. School football field, they will leave the field for Soro. Soro has come on. Everybody, if you don't want to be infected, leave him with the ball. Let him score from goalpost to goalpost. He enters the classroom. Everyone will form a circle of seclusion around him. Soro. He goes on, mothers who warn their children, never I see you in company with that boy. If his mother could think of no other name and identity, and the mother thought it best to name him Soro, that Soro will not affect you, my own child. Don't ever be friend to him. But even at a young age, I think he came of age, and said, this is the identity my mother gave me. That's not the identity God wants to give me. And he even had to make an effort. Jabez prayed. And said, God. Oh, God. That you would enlarge my coasts. That you would keep me from evil. That you would change my identity. And because he was right-minded... Purposefully inclined. Ready to do a thing with it. The Lord granted him his request. And the Bible said Jabez from sorrow became the best. From sorrow became a pathfinder. From sorrow became an identity that he covenanted with God. And here is Jesus, the author of your salvation, the source of the light in him was life, and the life was the light of all men. And in John 8:12 he says, I am the light of the world, whosoever will abandon their old ways and express allegiance in me, accept me as your Lord and personal Savior, and follow me. You don't accept me and stay on your own and say, Jesus, do your own. I do my own ma.'" Jesus, you do your own. When he comes to church, I do this one. When I leave out, I am an wuru I'm on my own. serve, access this light, and it shines on him or her, and follows me. And look, we say, follows me daily. Not one day drops. That people can see you and say this is no other but a Christian. A follower of Christ. Without Christ, I am nothing. That's the other I-A-N. Anything you are doing, anything you are saying, anywhere you are going, any company you are keeping, and Christ cannot be found there. You are nothing. I am nothing. I-A-N. That's the end of that. That suffix there. You're your own. So if people can find you every day, they say, this is no other than the follower of Christ. This thing he's saying here, we don't like it all. But I guess he has no choice. He's a follower of Christ. He has to do like his master. This way he's behaving, you he's know, irritating us. But we can't deny him his identity. He's behaving like a true son of his father. Whosoever follows me, will not stumble in darkness will not be grouped with dark deeds evil deeds and they will multiply these are the last days perilous times will multiply and in the last days uh, the love of many may not me what did he say shall certainty what's cold and iniquity will do what so expect more expect more that's the darkness. They will invent more and more that deny God and his knowledge and more. They will say, look, even when they see light, they say, we prefer darkness. They will see an honest man. They will see a crooked fellow. They say, this crooked fellow, Naim Be'apadeh. na will go, go for us. It didn't start today. Who do you want us to release for you? Pilate or this armed robber? Noted and notable. Male factor. Barabbas. What was the shout? Release Barabbas. Let him carry his light and go. It didn't start today. So it will be reenacted. But if you know your identity, you will remain strong. You will do exploits in the name of Jesus Christ. If Jabez could change his identity, how much more the one conferred on you by birth, spiritual birth. Because he who is born of flesh is what?
2: Flesh. But
0: he who is born of the spirit is now spirit. So he's conferred by birth. You can leave it. At a point in time, in one of the persecutions of Paul, they got at him. And having just diligently worked on, he said, can I ask you, are you allowed to weep a Roman citizen without any condemnation? without a charge. He said, are you a Roman citizen? Paul said, I verily was born a citizen. Because my city of Cilicia was under Roman territory. And any territory that the Romans conquered and put a proletariat, either like Herod or a king, all the people, even though they were tributaries, automatically became Roman citizens. If you give birth to a child, Roman citizen. Hey! The commander said, Me? Ma, I bought my own with a heavy price. You, you are my birth. He said, please, send word. Go and release him. He said, no, sir. I know my rights. I know my identity. It's not done that way. You whipped us and humiliated us publicly. You will have to also come publicly to apologize. I am the light. You can't play with me anyhow. So what is he saying? You can't be intimidated where you are. You can't be intimidated by the noise around you. You can't be intimidated by the authority. When that begins to happen and you are living right, just know darkness is doing what? Reacting. And darkness cannot overpower what? Light. It is certain. It is written. It is physiological. It is natural. Anytime the light of the dawn of the new day begins to come, darkness recedes. You don't even know when it goes now. Nah. Like we said on the other day, it scurries away. He puts his tail between his legs and just hides away and say "Please, I'm sorry. I seem to obstruct your way." That's what is happening. It's just like the same thing we said. When they ask you, who are you, what do you carry? Whether in the palace of the police or whether in the palace of everyday challenge, remember they're asking you, who is with you? Are you approaching us in your own authority, by your own chronological age, by the limit of what you know? When you say nothing, you're saying nothing spiritually, you're saying nothing physically. I'm nothing, you know, I know they carry anyone. I'm going on my own. But when you answer them, I'm carrying Jesus. I'm carrying his presence. That's what we are told about Joseph. That helped him withstand the darkness in Egypt. Darkness in the house of Potiphar. Darkness in the dungeon in prison. Darkness through the two years or three years when he was confined. He carried the presence of God. And anywhere Joseph set his feet on. Genesis 39. The narrative will change. Hallelujah the story will change. Genesis 39 and Joseph was in the house of Potiphar. And Potiphar, after a while, noticed that the Lord was with him. That the presence of the Lord was with him. And the things that were done in Potiphar's house, he handed them over to Joseph. And he knew not anything that was done, except Joseph. How did they know? They saw the presence of the Lord. Did they carry a sign give way? God's messenger is here. Did he carry a badge? Hey, I warn you. Danger is looming. Touch not the anointed. The power of God is here. You don't use the power and the presence of God for sure. When it's ripe and you are the right person, he manifests. Did he carry any of those? No. They just saw his
2: life. Saw the light.
0: And they say, no, this one. The presence in him is greater than us with the fire. Take charge. They say, okay, we'll punish you, even though wrongfully accused. You go to Genesis 39, verses 21, 22, 23. Joseph has landed where? In prison. The next sentence. And the keeper of the prison saw that the Lord was with Joseph. And he knew not any other thing that was done in the prison except through. Joseph. And Joseph was in charge. That's who you are in the name of Jesus. Adverse circumstance, the light shines through. There's no impossibility in the dictionary of anyone. Last Sunday, we announced a six million naira already written check. The agreement was that we're going at the working day, Tuesday, to pay it in. I told the chairman of land committee, a brother Adorewuru, I said, please, for goodwill's sake call the landowner and tell him we've already signed the check we've also uh, collected your account number at the working day first thing Tuesday morning we will pay it in he got a reply of course he didn't get through he said I can't get through I said keep calling send him a text with the same message late in the evening he said I got through he said don't bother Hold their check, I've already received a higher pay. Some people are giving me 3 million naira and uh, I've priced them 8 million. They are waiting for them to get the balance of 5 million. All the pleading, all the excuse, all the knowledge, all the logic. You say, but were you not the one who said uh, initially it was going to be 7.5? You say no? He said, Were well, you not know, the one who said it's God's work? I'm going to invest into God's work so that God will bless me the more. I made a covenant with God. He said, No one, I'm no more dealing with you. So they say, What do we do? Do we do this? I say, No. If that land belongs to us and for God, we will get it. If God says it's not our own, we will get a better place. But the emphasis is that we must get a parcel of land this time by the roads. This one we know what we want. Lindy Amudu to the Secretariat. And I think between that Sunday and Wednesday, there was a lot of fireworks on him. All I knew was that by Wednesday, right there at Abarota, well, somebody, because my phone was off, because of the work we were doing, but chicken and got across and said, Prince, the church teacher, wants to talk. And the long and short of it was that by yesterday, he increased his money by one million. That may have been the initial ploy, whatever it was. We don't want to enter his mind. But I asked, did he actually collect that three million? They said yes, he most likely has, And he's a barrister, so... He wouldn't be frittering away his words that way. But we have also seen convocation of words sometimes. But the end of it is that this morning, I cited the receipt he made yesterday evening, confirming receipt of 7 million land paid for at his words. Darkness does not overcome you, except you are in the wrong. Once you are sure this what God has said about you, stick to it. There will be some delay, perhaps. There will be some noise, perhaps. There will be some reaction, perhaps. There will be some issues there. You don't need to make a noise. You don't need to. Those who have the lies, they don't shout. They are not troublemakers. They are not rabble-rousers. They are not otimpus. They call not otimpus, Jesus, of blessed memory. Mano Jesus is not They know what they are and they know what they have received. The darkness will bow. Don't look at the reaction. Health, don't look at the reaction. Circumstance around you, don't look at the reaction. Hold it to what he says. You are the light. As long as you follow me, the source of light, the light of life, the originator. You will not be mixed up. Stumble in the things of what? Darkness. But you will live in light. I think Message Bible says you will have plenty of light. Enough to play with. Hallelujah. You have excess. Because the source of our light never exhausts. It's just like asking for sunlight. Does it ever exhaust? It shines to you. It shines to you. It shines in this village. It shines in that city. And they say, no. The way this sun is shining, it will exhaust itself. Does that happen? It has more than enough for your supply. Friend, that's who you are. If you can catch that, the message is done. What is he asking us to do this morning? So shine. Let your light so shine. So shine. The reason, there are different kinds of light. There's oil lamp. Mpanaka, they used to call it as I grew up. And it still exists up to today. Some people use Mpanaka. There's Obonduru. Children, I'm sure you've never seen or heard that one. You get a, I think it's palm stick. Slit it. And then you use the Afrefa. You can say the remnants after you have drilled the oil. That you use your feet in place of oil mill to grind. And then the waste. You rip it round that stick. And let it dry. It becomes a source of light. That's ugunduru light. There's also the light of the candle. You know how the candle is. There's also the light of the lamp. And you know that when you buy the globe newly, it can be bright. Isn't that so? As a lamp tells, age tells on it, it just begins to dim of its own accord. Sometimes they'll tell you it depends on the glass that you put there. So instead of giving you light, it's giving you dimness. But that's the light it has. It cannot give more than it has. There's also the light of the fluorescent. Time there was when you had the yellow one. I hope it's yellow. Now they tell us the white one. Different sources of light. Fluorescent, incandescent light. I'm sure you know there's also the light from the sun, the moon, and when the season is there, the stars. Different sources of light. Different strengths. Different origin. And there's the light in Jesus. And there's the light in Jesus. And so, the extent to which each source of light can shine depends on its source, depends on its makeup. You can't expect Obunduru, short Obunduru. Once there's a flicker of wind, what does it do? My strength no go carry this one. Mpanaka, the same thing. The one you make, whether you use milk, anything at all, you can convert it. Once it has a cover, you can put oil there. It doesn't even need the wind; just move with force. He says, "My my strength doesn't reach this one, so you are guarded." Even the incandescent light, especially when it used to be fluorescent, after a while it will start doing what? Blinking. And the blinking, the times of blinking will be more than the times. It gives you clear light that it will be affecting you. It will be better for you to just put it off than to allow you to do what? Gone. And so some flicker. Some blink. Some also shine but so poorly. And some, like the one from the lamp, will eventually be shining but dimly. But friends, since not all lights can shine, is the same talking with Christians though? Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 23. If you are there, please read it for us. Matthew six twenty-three.
1: But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness?
0: It's light that you have, isn't it? But the light that you have is what? And if the light you say you have is darkness, what is the product? Great darkness. Amplified version just amplified it a little and said, but if your eye is unsound, the eye should see light. The eye should project light. The ophthalmologist can tell us as much. If it's unsound, instead of seeing clearly, what will happen? So the whole body will be full of darkness if then your very light in you your conscience your character is darkened how dense how thick how like you can feel it is that darkness so you can be a christian you double into Darkness, you come out. You live in darkness, you come out. You tell a little lie, you come out. Even the ones you say they don't matter. The lesson we read this morning said, even the least of the laws. And I give you a common example of which you have joined and told them is the new normal because society, darkness has made you say so. Hello? 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 How are you? I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. This is a journey that is 10 minutes assuming from your house. 15 minutes. No traffic. The road is clear. You're not yet there. The real truth is that you were in your house. At the time that call was coming, you hadn't even dressed up. The call urged you to start putting on your dress. Needless lie. You call it nothing. That's stumbling in darkness. Because willingly you went there. He says, if you are that way, the light in you will only be what? Great, dense darkness. The people around you say, Is this one too? Is he also talking to us? Were we not together yesterday night? How many bottles were your own? Please shut your mouth. You stumbled into the stumbled into the cyber world You chatted up You say nobody will see You say you are my darling, you are my tea, you are my sugar You are the best thing that has ever happened to me Without you I would die You say it's simple chatting, simple texting People are even saying Worst things And when ask you say I'm just Playing game You are stumbling into darkness He says the light in you you claim to be a light. You have made contact with Jesus. But you are still in great darkness. No difference between you and the man in darkness. Because Jesus told them, John 8, 44, Which of you accuses me of sin? Nobody. First Samuel chapter 7. Okay, you want to have a king. Verses 6 to 12. We will make you a king. But since my tenure of superintending over you on behalf of God is coming to an end, judge me. Have I defrauded you of cattle, of goat, or sheep? Is there anything I have taken from you by extortion? Please judge me openly. And they said no. That's the light that can shine and shine brightly. Once you are living half hearted life. Once you are living identity Jesus, identity devil, identity Jesus, identity world, you are muffled. Your light is dim. So you have to be clear. Jesus doesn't make a declaration and back you when you live wrongly. You are the light for as long as you live right. And he will back you in the name of Jesus Christ. And so please remark it. So what is instruction? So shine. There are things that can help you to so shine. It requires a conscious effort. If it weren't so, Jesus will not say so. He said, let your light. You are the light, acknowledged. And you made light and became light because you had a contact with Jesus. And perchance you are here. You are not the light because you are worshipping in chapel this morning. You are not the light because you were baptized in Christian name. You are not the light because you have started you had a confirmation and you have started receiving Holy Communion. No sir. You are not light because your family is a pedigree of priests and uh, mothers in Israel. Isn't it? No sir. You are light simply because in Jesus was life. And the life was the light of all men and the light shines on everyone and it shines to all around and as many as receive him the light you make up your mind you do a conscious effort salvation being born again being in light they tell us and that's the description it's free but it's not cheap you don't double into it you don't waffle into it. You don't live judge and say anything goes. No, sir. If this year and you are listening to me or you are watching, you haven't had a contact with the source of light, Jesus, and there's no witness in your spirit that you're a child of God, make no mistake about it. You're still in darkness. And this type of darkness is a pitiable one. Because you know but you don't want to act. And that's the one he says, even the punishment will be greater. He who didn't know, maybe there's a lesser punishment, ignorance. But they tell us that even in law, ignorance is what? No excuse. You have heard the word. And you keep hearing the word. And you keep hearing that except a man is born again, he cannot be in the light. He cannot see. And what you cannot see, you cannot even enter where? The kingdom. Of what use? Why are you looking at yourself? Why is ego deceiving you? Why are you running through this year? You can't do it on your own strength. That's the reason why you've done it several years past. And after a while, you fall like a pack of cards. Good works doesn't help there. You may even be a charity person. First Corinthians 13 has a story for you. If I bestow all my goods to the poor and don't have love, which came from the light, I am just nothing. Before God, nothing. Christian means without Christ, I am nothing. So, friend, I pray and believe you have made contact with the light. And that you are living in the light. If you have been stumbling in darkness, maybe you stumbled in the past one week, two weeks, by virtue of going home, please, this is the moment to do what? Unstumble. The moment to do what? The moment to do what? Because it is not correct English, you will remember it. That means clear. Remove. Excess baggage it is. It doesn't go with light. Light will quickly expose it. If you manage to hide it before men, before your wife, before your spouse, before your husband, before your parent, heaven has all seen eyes. So please do what? Lay off. Lay off. Lay off. Don't go with any baggage. If you haven't embraced the light, you will embrace him this morning. And then you will become light in the name of Jesus. That's all it will cost you. But having become light, he said, let it so shine. Why? Not all light can so shine. And it's the light that so shines that can reflect or make impact. The light that remains on you soon is just there by himself. All by himself, for himself, to himself. That's all. And that's why you see some canal Christians, everything they look for, themselves, their family. Everywhere, themselves, their family. Position appointed, themselves, their family. Do work for God. That one, is it a juicy post? Is there any kind of thing that can do stomach infrastructure? One or the other day. That's where you are. So not all can so shine. And you can only continue to so shine for as long as you remain in contact with the source of light. Who? Jesus. Let's look at some. Who made efforts to remain in contact? Matthew, the gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 3, verse 13 to 15. Please read it for us when you find it. Mark, the gospel, according to St Mark 4 3:13 to 15. and another person is getting ready to read for us Acts
1: 4:13. Mark 3:13. Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to him those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons.: Thank you.
0: Acts 4:13 is any wonder Acts 4:13, somebody also be ready to read for us, the Gospel according to St Luke chapter 10 verse
1: 38.: Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus.:
0: Thank you. Luke 10, you will read just shortly after if anybody is there. What do they see in Mark 3, 13 to 15? Jesus went up, he prayed, and in the morning, he chose disciples, he chose followers, he chose people like you and I who will now be identified with him. And he had a priority, he had a list. Of what he wanted them to do. What was the first thing on that list? He chose them so that they might be with him. Second reason, so that he can send them forth to preach. And third reason, so that they might have power to cast out devils. Many of us don't take note of the first one. The most important reason. And for three years, Jesus made them to stay with him, learn at his feet, and he did that right from the beginning. The gospel according to St. Matthew 11, 28, 29, 30. Come unto me, ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest, salvation. I will lift up your loads. Learn of me just get born again and run away and carry your bible there was one professor well I'm not sure if he was a professor but he wasn't just his name was quite familiar ringing then, but he was in the university I guess he was a professor at least senior lecturer to uh, associate professor the moment he got born again he I think it was full gospel that uh, led him so he joined them. No sooner, I don't know if it was up to one month or two months, he was already carrying Bible around to preach. And before too long, there was a shipwreck. There was a former governor of Anambra, too. Very intelligent man. Doctorate degree. And he also got born again. I think he was also in full gospel. And maybe because of his status, you know, there are main testifiers apologists, and others, apologists, but it's true now, nah? I'm also a full gospel member, I'm also an SU, I'm also an FHAC, I have all of them, at different stages of my work, so they are main testifiers, I don't know what they call the others, they call them testifiers, so he became, maybe the main, and every testifier, and before too long, God helped him. He became a governor. But the atrocities during his governorship were things that ears would tingle. And they would not even associate with anybody who had anything to do with Christianity. Talk more of being the light. They didn't learn of Jesus. The reason why you are flickery. The reason why you can't stand your ground. The reason why are the slightest noise around small boy big boy you shake is because you haven't learned of Jesus. You haven't taken time to stay at his feet and let the word come into you. And as the word comes, second 2 Corinthians 3:18 says as it comes, second Peter 3:18 the measure of the word that comes into you transforms you. From one degree to the other, into his what image, Christ-likeness. That when they came out in Acts 4:13, they said these men hate wereoslates. They didn't sit at the feet of Gamaliel. They didn't go to Ox Cambridge. They didn't go to any of the popular schools in there. And so sometimes, forgive me. There are people who do missionary work and people who you help and then their children are going to the most expensive schools. And those I have done today, I said, why is that? You are trusting on God and you are doing a good trip. You want to be able to boast with the others and my children are attending the best schools. Best schools in cost, not best schools necessarily. In what? In quality, neither in character. So, these ones they don't have any degree. We don't know their pay degree. Who are they? Somebody says there can only be one thing. They have been with
2: Jesus.
0: That's why you are seeing what you are seeing. That's why they can challenge us. Unlettered, uneducated men given no chance in the society, but they have taken time three good years to learn Jesus' mannerism. That was why at the point in time when James and John in Samaria said, Master, give us one minute. You don't need to be involved in it. The things you have taught us, the power transfer you have done, all we just need to do is to call them what? Fire! If you like, don't let us put your name. Because the authority is already confired. So that you won't be involved. Just allow us. Look away and let us do our own. Jesus shook his head. He said, you you don't know the kind of spirit you have. Thomas. And I said, have you been with me all this while? Haven't you learned? My dear, learn at Jesus' feet. Learn through the world. Dig the world. I summarized our vision yesterday. And I said a committed body of believers who are anchored and deepened in the word of God. Who now resultantly and progressively and incrementally grow numerically in Christ-likeness, in discipleship and in service. The good works with their giftedness. Because everyone has God. When you find a band of people in a church, the church is on fire. The brethren are unstoppable. The world is in trouble because they will shine and so shine in the name of Jesus. May you be there. So they say, we don't know the identity. Somebody just identify them. They have been with Jesus. They say, no wonder. Let's take a practical trip to practical daily life. I think with this we'll just point a few more things. Then the message is done. Is anybody at the gospel according to St. Luke chapter ten? Please read for us verses thirty-eight to,
1: 42.
0: 38 to forty two. Hallelujah.
1: As Jesus and his as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha welcomed him. In her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat down at the feet of the Lord and listened to his teaching. Continue to verse
0: 42, sir.
1: Martha was ups- upset over all the work she, di- she had to do. So she came and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled over so many things, but just one is needed. Mary has chosen the right thing, and it will not be taken away from her. Thank you. And what was the right
0: thing that Mary chose? To sit at Jesus' feet and learn of him. What was Martha's self-appointed role when Jesus came visiting? She was troubled and cumbered, old King James. Bothered. Full of stress over many things. What was her goal the day Jesus found time, out of all the households in Israel, to personally visit? Let me cook classical for Jesus. Let me cook a rishi rishi for Jesus. The time that when you are at the doorstep, the aroma is already all over. One in year, one in town. That anytime you remember it, you will sniff and wish to have a dream to reenact it. I guess that was Martha's goal.
1: And she said about it.
0: And if you notice, look at that verse 38 again. It came to pass as a when that he entered into a certain village specific. Are you with me? And the scripture is usually very specific. Jesus made up his mind to visit a certain village, drop definite life-changing message and points that even in his absence, they can so shine. He entered a certain village. And in that certain village, he entered where? To a certain woman's house named who? Was Mary mentioned? At this point, Mary was an appendage. A.G.M.A. that family. Martha was the big sister. I guess Lazarus was younger. And Mary was just small sister. So Martha could order him around. So, Mary was not in reckoning here. Martha was the one. Jesus said, I'm going to deposit lights that will keep them, even after I'm gone. I guess, perhaps, being all-knowing, he had already foreseen what will happen with Lazarus. I guess. The scripture didn't state so, but I can infer. So, Jesus said, I'm going to deposit light that will stand them through distress. That when it all has happened, all glory will be to who? God. Guess the day Jesus visited, the one and only day, Martha was missing in action. She appointed duties for herself. Mary, the attachment, Mary, the nobody in quote, at that point in time, that was when the name surfaced. She had a sister. Mary said today, every word from Jesus if they had they already had writing then they did this will be happening around AD perhaps AD 30 to 33 30 31 or 29 30 so there was writing then writing had already come in around 500 BC some 1000 BC i presume that Mary got pen. And got what? Pepper. And sat at Jesus' feet. Learning of him. Storing the lights. That's what the word does for you. Storing the lights. Of contact with Jesus. And sometimes, when you are storing the light. And you are in constant touch with the word of God. At a certain place. The word will just open. And it will be you. Your mind is not going to that problem, but suddenly it tells you, this is the answer. During the course of uh, prayers yesterday, I went to look at the children hall to see if there are things that needed to be cleaned up after they finished. I was just going there. It hit me. The works and building committee have been thinking of all manners of expansion of the children hall. They proposed a story building that the town planning authority will soon come to harass us. Then the EEDC will come and say their is involved. And then this uh, building here is lying on a huge waterboard pipe that went right across to the other compound. Durewuru and his group, who were the first people that did the remodeling here, will remember that clearly. So you'll be wondering, is the foundation strong enough to contain it? all of a sudden. He just said, look, they can extend that to this place. Extend it to the embankment here. Extend it to the other extent here. They can collapse the wall. They have modern space. You receive the light. It just dawns on you. And when you get that, note it. Hold it. That's the answer to that problem. It may take a year. It may take six months. But it will come to pass in Jesus' name. To come to pass. To come to pass. May restore the light from the word of the master himself. Go with me to John. The gospel according to St. John. Chapter 10. We'll do a little study now. Verse 20. John chapter 11, verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming went and met him who was him? Jesus but Mary sat still in the house what light they store is beginning to play out the person whose light was stored enough to shine is beginning to play out the person whose light was not there at all, it just flickered off was beginning to show Jesus hadn't called any of them. And Mary, by the little she has taught, had learned that you don't go except the master sends for you. And the scripture, in my own version, the scripture put still in italics. Mary sat still in the house. But Martha, because there was no depth, she hadn't learned of Jesus' mannerism, of how he would behave in a situation, Itching buttocks, each ears, anywhere it was happening, matter was on the go. Jesus, eh? On the road to this place. Fiam. Verse 28. Verse 28 of that place. And look at there. And when she has so said, the she that has so said is who? The matter that quickly ran up. She went her way. You will soon see what she has so said. She quoted the scripture to Jesus Master, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even if you were dead, he will do what? Rising. He was passing a message. I am here now. I am the one who has the power to do what? Rise. As Lazarus believed in me, he can rise again now. But she hadn't learned how to collect the water and collect the light and store. So she was empty the moment she finished her own quotation. What did the Bible say she did? As soon as she had finished speaking. Look at that verse 28 again. She went away. What happened thereafter? And called Mary her sister saying, The master is come and call it for thee. Do you see the difference now? 29. As soon as Mary heard that, she came quickly and came to him. Now, Jesus, verse 30, was not yet coming to the town, but was in that place where Martha did what? Met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her. When they saw Mary that she rose up hastily, and went out, followed her, saying, she goes to the grave to weep there. Have you noticed some differences now? Matter, unannounced, for, uncalled for. Jesus is around. Itching butos. Gospel here. Itching butos. Crusade there. Itching butos. Prophet there. Itching butos. Prophet here. Itching ears. Karim big Bible. but no lights. Pray, 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 pray. What the scriptures? no substance, no faith went away. Mary, Jesus calls for you. That was when Mary could rise. When Martha rose up, was there any account of anybody following her? They had already begun to read her life. The light, if any, her life had begun to shine or unshine and show Nobody, not one single person. The elder sister, the chief mourner. The moment Mary got up, a crowd did what? Followed that. Because they had learnt by the light she stood that Mary doesn't walk aimlessly. Mary doesn't move without a purpose. The master called it for you. And to worsen the matter, the Bible said... All the quotations of Martha had not moved Jesus one inch. He was still in the place where Martha met him. No effect in the prayers, in the supplications. Please go with me to verse 21. In verse 21 we see, Then said Martha to Jesus, Lord, if you have been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatever you will ask of God, God will give it to you. Jesus said to her, your brother shall rise again. Did he say when he will rise? If it's somebody who had learned of Jesus, started his word, he would just pause and say, it's true. So he can rise now. And Jesus made it clearer and now said, Martha said to him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection day. At the last day. Have you seen her thinking now? Have you seen how she developed herself? Yes, it shall rise again. But not possible now. Even with you here now, it's impossible. My belief tells me so. What is happening around our village tells me so. That's even what nature says. It will be in the last day. I'm a scriptural. Oh. I'm, I'm a fuma. That's what matters seem to say. Jesus said unto her. Look at the emphasis. I am the resurrection. Since Martha has said at the resurrection, Jesus now brought it home. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though Lazarus or he were dead, yet shall he do what? Live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Martha, believest thou this? Can your faith come around? Can the eye of your understanding open? Is there a little light? Do you have a star of light in you that can catch this truth? She quickly replied, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who should come into the world. And when she has so said, that's where we met before. She went away. She had the scriptures she couldn't shine. The scriptures were letters. They hadn't sunk. Jesus tried all around to say, Martha, he will rise. Martha said this are the last day. When resurrection comes. Jesus brought her back. Martha, I am the resurrection. I'm here now. Whoever believes in me, even if he were dead. The only thing left was him to put Lazarus, your brother. But anyone who is spiritually alive and has lights. And it's simple. We'll catch it. The Bible says that darkness dims the understanding. We read Ephesians four seventeen to nineteen. It said, "You have not so learned Christ, whose understanding is what darkened, is dimmed. The things you think they can easily appreciate, they are not there. I'm sure many of you have sat in your meetings, departmental meetings, whichever type of meetings, when people are really out their problems. You, you may not be anything though." No? But right there where you are, you are seeing the solution. And everybody is dancing around it. And some are now using diplomatic language. And then others will say, as the first speaker said, and the second speaker emphasized, and the third speaker reiterated, and I want to add my own voice. Go to Aweji. Do something. If you have the chance to speak now, you just point out, I think it should be this. And all of a sudden, they kill that way. What's happening? Understanding is what? Darkened.
2: It's
0: not the PhD. It's not. People have PhD in religious studies. They are atheists. Fact, not fiction. Atheists. They don't believe in God. So look at this. It never came round because there was no star of the light at all. Look at verse 30 again. And in verse 30 we read Now Jesus was not yet coming to the town, but was still in that place where Martha met him. Match it with verse thirty-three, where we now saw when Jesus therefore saw her, the are here now. Is who? Mary, weeping. And the Jews also weeping, who came with her, he groaned in the spirit, he was troubled. He said, where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. Mary could elicit response from Jesus. Martha could quote the scriptures and Jesus didn't move an inch. Mary could elicit Jesus' reaction. Martha got Jesus rooted to the spot even more. Mary got Jesus to say, where is he? They say come and see she got him moving friends that's who you are i don't know which one you have been but this is one i prefer you rather be babe god make you a mary who takes time this year to sit at the feet of the master learn of him learn of him when he sees your heart what does he do he just keeps unraveling when he catches the intention Ezra prepared his heart. Ezra 7.10. He had a prepared heart. He had an expectancy. He prepared his heart to study the law. To do the law in Israel. And then when he has lived it. To teach. When Ezra stood out. On one occasion. All they did was to just read. Read. But because of the force of the life. Behind the reading, they got repentance. They got weeping. A revival started and took place. In Ezra chapter 10, when he had seen that they had intermingled, stumbled into the darkness, intermarried, the Bible said Ezra went into his room, shut the door, and sat down, and fasted, and wept. On behalf of who? His own sin? No. Their own. He didn't come and say, "I know that's how you people are. This church, you will never come around." Rather, poured abuses and curses and intimidated them. No, anyone who has caught the light, who has garnered the light from the Word of God, look at Israel again. It doesn't make noise. It doesn't struggle. He that believes does not make what haste. That's interpretation, man. Ezra just went and dealt with God. You gave me to lead these people. See what I'm seeing. Sort it out. Ezra chapter 10 verse 4. The people came back and said, Ezra, rise up. We know it is because of us you are weeping. We know it is because of us you are fasting. We know it is because of us you are this way. Ezra, rise up. Whatever you tell us, we will... Do. Those that have foreign, married foreign wives, who will do what? Put them away. Hard thing to do. But a man who had received the light of the world, incubated it, and garnered it with him, could effect a change. Seamlessly, a very hard task was executed. Reviver came in their midst. See here now. I don't know where you've been, you quote the scriptures. You pray to God. You quote the scriptures. Nothing make us. Look at Mary. Look at the Israel of Luke 10, 38. Of staying at his feet and learning his word. Look at the impact. And finally, the greatest light that your light can shine. Verse 45. Of that John 11, verse 45. Finally there. The Bible says clearly. Then many of the Jews who came to Mary and has seen the things which Jesus did, did what? Believed on him. Has Mary's light shone or not? Has Mary's light so shine or shone or not? Clearly so. She produced result with Jesus. It got Jesus to weep the shortest verse uh, in the Bible emotionally and moved him and got her brother Lazarus rising to life and get many of their community members believing in Jesus. What greater light could that be? A change had occurred. Friend, as your light so shines and you anchor on the word this year. You will receive revelationary nuggets in the name of Jesus. With those words stored in you, as you get up, you will carry the light and his presence and you will so act, speak and shine and no one can set on you to harm you. Reactions will come. They will make noise. High and low and sometimes your contemporary they mark it. at the end of the day your light will so shine in the name of Jesus do you believe this is your light shining if it's shining is it shining only to yourself your family if it's shining who is the light reflecting your mother Every of the words, my mother told me this. Oh. My mother told me that. Oh. Who is your lie reflecting? Your father? Good as your intentions are, they are limited. Is your lie reflecting Jesus in the three A's Attitudes. action, association? Is he still so shining? Is there any part that Jesus will not be a party to? Expunge it. You have the power to. You have the power to. But the world will give you the connection. The stabilizing fact. The energy source that never lasts. Each time you come, you come fresh. So may you shine in the name of Jesus. And finally, Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. Please read if you find
1: it. But we all with unveiled face behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord has been transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord.
0: Thank you. I read amplified. And all of us, everybody see all of us. That is God's desire. No exception here. Nobody left behind. That's our burden. Listening. Watching. Here. And all of us. As with unveiled face. Because we continue to behold. In the word of God. As it is a mirror. The glory of of the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit may you bask in the words May you learn from the world. May you learn of Jesus. And as you do with an expectant heart, the revelation will come. The eyes of your understanding will open. You will understand your identity more. You will understand the great power of the greatness of his riches that he has kept for us. You will know the depth, the love, the height. Of who you are in him. And you will shine. Shine with fruits. Good works. Service. That cannot be denied. That will give glory to God. And as you are the harbinger. The messenger of that. As God blesses the effect of the message. He will also bless you. The more the messenger. Increasingly in the name of Jesus. Shall we bow our heads to pray. You want the light to shine into your heart, the crevices, the numbs, the habits, so your life won't be the same anymore. It will be the better for you, for those around you, and for eternity. And you want to ask Jesus, light shine into me. Please raise your hand where you are. Our eyes closed, our heads bowed. We're praying. Please raise your hand where you are. I want the light. I have long dwelt in darkness. I have been in darkness all these past years of my life. I can't go this year again on my own. It's too risky. Sin darkens my life. Puts God's face away from me. Puts him distant. I'm ready to yield unto him. And I'm ready now. Please raise your hand where you are. Let no shame about you. If you are raising your hand, please raise it very well. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's only sin. Church... Please stretch your hands towards these ones. Their lives will change in the name of Jesus. The old must pass away in the name of Jesus. All things must become new in the name of Jesus. And because it's a spiritual matter, it's only by the Spirit that it changes. The conviction comes and deepens and produces a contrition. Brings a repentant heart. Pray for them. And you who are here, the Bible says you believe with your heart. And you confess with your mouth. You believe that you're a sinner. You believe that you can help yourself. You believe that Jesus has already gone and paid the price for your sin. That while you're still in sin, he has died shedding his blood. And you confess with your mouth. That you repent and you call him. And as many as call upon the name of the Lord. After this they shall be saved. Can you repeat this prayer after me in faith? Lord Jesus I thank you. You love me. You died on the cross. You shed your blood for me. Today I realize myself. I am a sinner. Groping in darkness. Away from your light. This morning, I repent, and I return from all my past life, and I turn to you. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Give me the power to be the child of God, and make me your own from today onwards. Thank you for hearing me. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, as many as receive you, to them you give the power to be your children who were born not of flesh, not of blood, not of the will of man, but by the power of God. Cause that each of these ones, willingly, consciously, who use their desires and life to you, will be impacted by your power. Write their names in the book of life and give them the power to live as your own. Let the peace that passes all understanding garrison their heart and their minds in the knowledge and love of Christ and let joy, unsurpassable joy, a knowing and a witness of the Spirit result in their lives to live and shine as a light all the days of their life to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray.